0: Hi, welcome back to my podcast, No Bullshit with Joe. Today I want to talk to you guys about debt. Well, I want to talk to you guys about all sorts, because when I start talking, I can't stop myself. And my brain like, fires off on about 16,000 different things, because that's like, well, that's who I am. My brain does 16,000 things at once. Does anyone else get that? Your brain does 16,000 things at once, and you don't know what to pinpoint or go for first. So we're just going to roll with it. This video is about debt, or podcast is about debt we're just going to roll with it. By the way, if you are listening to this, I currently look like Boris Johnson. I've got hair everywhere. I look like a stiff. I've stuck my fingers in a plug socket because uh, I am doing a video format as well. And my beard's massive because I've not been able to get to the bar because I've broke my leg and ripped my Achilles heel. i ruptured it and tore my muscle in my calf, which was painful. Very painful. Never ever do that. If you can help it, don't break your leg because it really hurts. So anyway, let's go back to the topic at hand. So I want to talk to you guys about debt. And I've been thinking about this a lot lately because I'm 34 years old and I've been on this planet since I was, well, obviously since I was born. <laughs> but I've been working since I been about 14, 15 years old. And for me personally, money's a bastard. Like, it doesn't matter how hard you work. It doesn't matter how much you work hard-wise. You just never seem to have enough. And I am one for thinking outside the box and thinking entrepreneurial, even. And I have lots of different sideline businesses that I do on the side to my current job. But I, I'm still skin. Um, I invest my money into uh, savings and investments, and stocks and shares and cryptocurrencies. And I'm still skin. Um, but the reason people are still skin and are in debt is just basically because. Money isn't there. It doesn't matter how hard you work. Your wages are designed. Your wages are designed to last you enough to get you food in the house. This is if you budget properly as well, by the way. The wages are designed to last you enough to get you food in the house, to get you um, rent and gas and electricity and all your household bills paid to then... Be able to just survive and be a slave to the system paycheck to paycheck to paycheck to paycheck and it's so wrong but it's so right in what I'm saying I mean it's like wrong because it's disgusting what they do but what I'm saying is that's what they do think about it if we go from school you're programmed from school you're programmed from being a young child that what you will do is you will get up in the morning and you will get ready and you'll go to a place of schooling. And you'll be taught certain things that we never use when we're adults, like algebraic fractions. And you'll never have a calculator on you when you're older, when we all do have phones. Um And my daughters are still being taught, taught the same shit now that I was taught 16 years ago. And then you get older and I thought to myself, you know, well, oh, by the time I'm 30, I'll, you know, have the financial abundance that I need. And I, I, I haven't yet got there. I mean, I will. But debt and money is still, it's such a massive issue because you're designed to be poor. The system is designed to keep people stuck and to keep people paying into it. It's not designed to help you. It's not designed to support you. It's not designed to create this financial freedom and abundance. It's designed to. To keep you mentally slave to the system so that you pay your taxes, you pay your dues and you die with fuck all. And that sounds like a really negative take on things, but this is just the way I'm feeling and thinking at the moment. Yes, I'm a positive person. Yes, I think that we can if we get a stroke of luck and keep putting ourselves and our energies and our attentions into a positive and abundant mindset. I think we will be able to, or you will be able to as individuals, be successful. But it takes a bit of luck, along with a shitload of mindset work, along with a shitload of work, and, you know, debt, debt absolutely drowns people because people have to survive. You know, you get people on credit cards, you get, um, you know, they take a credit card out and then they get stuck in the loop. They, They... Buy the food with it, and they're like, Right, okay, I've got a grand to spend. So they they spend a couple of 300 quid on food or whatever for the month, and then the following month, they don't get paid enough to pay the credit card off. So then another 100 pounds of interest is paid on to put on top of that, and then they don't get paid enough to pay anything off other than 20 pounds of the original balance, so 80 pounds worth of interest plus 20 pounds of the original balance, which is. 280 leaves you, then you put another 80 pound food drop on top of that, and before you know it, you're in a spiral where you've got one credit card which is maxed out that you can't pay, you've got another credit card which is maxed out that you can't pay, you've got gas and electricity that you can't pay, and then we're in a situation where we've just had this worldwide pandemic where, well, okay, let me rephrase that worldwide scandemic where the government has made millions and millions of pounds on these vaccine rollout systems, they've made people jobless, they've made people homeless they've shut businesses, small businesses down, they've fed the elite elites so we're in our situation where people are really truly fucked and it really pisses me off if I'm going to be honest with you um, where am I going with this podcast, so yeah it really pisses me off if I'm going to be honest with you so what I'm trying to say is, I think We're in a point in history now, we're at a point in history now where we're at a tipping point. And the tipping point of control is the government's on the left or your right if you're watching this video. And we're on the left, we're on the right, right? And we need to keep pushing that way. So like we are or the candidates, truckers are. We're doing a fantastic job, by the way, in in um, in Canada, and they've got the the fighting the mandates and stuff like that. And they're like, no, we're not doing this until you drop these mandates. We're not going to stop doing what we're doing. We're at a tipping point where the government's realizing they won't say it, but they're realizing we have to control the 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 media. Used to control people and still does to a great extent by spinning stories. And telling bullshit lies. And just talking shit. Okay. And it turned people against each other. But what I am seeing happening. Two and a half years into it. Is there are a lot of populations. And a lot of people. Are coming together slowly. And they're slowly waking up and going. Hang on a minute. Turn off the TV. Turn off the media. Because what the media is doing. Is it's bullshitting us completely. And turning each other Turning each other against each other, which is not what we need. We've got people standing together. You've got the Canadian truckers standing together. You've got, you know, NHS 1000 standing together saying, fuck you. I'm not listening to your pandemic bollocks. I'm not having the COVID jab. You're basically saying people have got to have one vaccine, then they've got to have a second vaccine, then they've got to have a third to keep their jobs, which shouldn't be the way. So anyway, I've gone off a tangent. I told you I would. So we're at a tipping point. Where we need is the people to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. And this is why I come down to the likes of debt. And this is my thoughts on debt. If enough people came together and went, right. We're not paying. Like, I'm not talking about when you've borrowed money to pull you out of a tight spot. I'm talking about money in general. So I'm talking about. Unfair tax prices, unfair gas and electricity prices. If enough people turn around and went, no, we're not paying ridiculous amounts on gas and electricity. What we will do is we'll pay fifty pound a month or a hundred pound a month, right, for gas and electricity. And if worldwide, everyone, I know this sounds a bit far fetched and a bit out there, but just stay with me for a minute. If worldwide, if everybody went right, we're paying gas and electricity altogether we'll pay £100 a month and nothing more. The gas and electricity companies would be fucked. They would all go bust. No, well, they wouldn't go bust if we all paid £100 a month, but they'd be fucked in the sense of the debt just mount, 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 and mount, mount. But if people said, though, no, we're paying £100 a month and we're not paying anything else, full stop, end of conversation, they'd have to sort something out. The governments would have to step in and sort something out. Council tax. Council tax is a load of bollocks, Right? I pay five sixty to six hundred pound rent for this shit hole, right? It's not a shithole but right. I pay one hundred and forty six quid a month for council tax. I, I get it. It pays for the police. It pays for the fire. It pays for the bin man. It pays for the. But don't you think they taking off in our wages? They tax the bed we sleep in. They tax the food we eat. They tax you when you go for a shit. They tax you when you drink water. They tax you when you walk down the street because of the clothes you wear. They tax you when you drive a car. They tax you when you put fuel in your car. They tax you when you die. You die and they tax you. They tax your fucking death. They tax you on your pension when you give the pension. Then they re-tax you when you take your pension back. And now, now the bastards are looking at taking off and what we pay for, right, so we pay for, in the UK I'm talking about here, so we pay for national insurance every single month. 78 to £100 a month goes out of my bank account on on my wages to national insurance. I don't get a choice in that. I don't get a say in that. And it's great because the national insurance really has helped me with my life. Well, it has and it hasn't. I mean, it has because it's there, but the doctors and nurses, because they seem that fed up and they seem, they're lovely people, but they just seem like they're that fed up, like they don't care. And I don't know whether anyone else has had that experience, but the doctors and nurses just seem not to give a fuck. And that's not their fault. At all. I understand. This last two years has flogged them to fucking death. So I completely get it. But that's not a choice we have. But now, good old Bojo, good old bloody dickhead Bojo, is now talking about, he's now talking about, oh, we're going to bring private sectors into the NHS. So what's going to happen in two or three years' time? Oh, you're going to have to have private insurance. Oh, you still have to pay national insurance, though, in case you have to go to a and I can see it happening, and it's disgusting. And us as the people need to stand up. I'm probably not doing this in the most articulate or best way possible on this podcast, but us as the people need to stand up and need to go, Wait, hang on a minute. This is wrong. This shit shouldn't be going down the way it is, and we need to do something about it. You know, talking about it is a fucking And um, Refusing to pay stuff. I... Do not pay, will not ever pay, again, my TV licence. BBC needs to go. It's the most biased propaganda bullshit machine that protects paedophiles I've ever seen in my life. Jimmy Cervant, Rolf Harris. There's just two that come off the top of my head.